Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode number three of the Basketball Card Podcast. I am your host, Adam Gray, a.k.a. The 27 Guy. Thanks for joining us again. Um, I want to give a big thanks to everyone who checked out the first couple podcasts and has checked out the blog so far. The numbers have been better than I would have thought. That's not really what I'm looking for. Um, You'll notice there's not any advertisements, and I'm not trying to make any money off this. Like I said in the beginning, I really just want to talk about basketball cards. Um, There's other places to get your fill and talking about other things and other sports and other sports cards, but this is a basketball card-only podcast. Um, And so thank you for those of you who have listened and provided feedback, um, and thank you for those of you who have given some ideas for the show. Uh, very, very cool. And like I said, like I said before, if there's anything that that you are hoping that I'll discuss or uh, that you'd like for us to discuss, please uh, send me an email. Send me a message through Blowout, or send me an email to the twenty seven dude at gmail dot com. All right. Um, I want to also take a sec to to kind of outline what our schedule will be like going forward um, after having looked at it. I think that the best thing that we're the best way to move forward is I'm going to drop a weekly podcast every Monday, preferably Monday night. Uh, If I'm really a go getter in the morning, I'll do it Monday morning, or possibly over the weekend as well. And then if there's any other things that I want to drop during the week, they'll just come out sporadically. But going forward, I plan to give you a Monday podcast every Monday, uh, unless I tell you otherwise Um, mail days and other things like that I will drop it other random times and I'm going to try to get on iTunes I'm sure that's easy I haven't figured out how to do that yet but uh, I won't be able to do the SoundCloud thing forever so um, anyway if you guys have any other um, helpful hints on how to do a better job of this or if there's anything else I can do to make it better for you let me know anyway let's get to today's um, today's discussion this is the Golden State Warriors podcast, and I know most of you are probably sick of t- sick of talking about the Warriors, unless you're a Warrior fan, and if you are, congratulations. My Jazz have never done anything that uh, compares on a national level, and so you know you guys should be really happy. It's a, it's an awesome time to be a fan, and it's awesome to see some of the things that they're doing right now. I want to take just a second to talk about that, and then take the majority of the podcast to actually talk about what. Uh, what that means for the hobby. So first, let's look at what Golden State's doing from a historic perspective. I looked earlier today at the remainder of their schedule, their last 39 games or however many they have left, and you start looking at the back-to-backs, the back end of the back-to-backs, the um, the difficult games they're going to play, and it's hard to envision them not getting into the Chicago Bulls 72 and 10 territory um, unless they unless they have some significant injuries to either Steph or Draymond um, it's pretty awesome uh, and then um, you know the next thing you want to look at is what what might we, we be looking at for the future those guys are all really young man Draymond is really young Steph is really young uh, Steph's I guess Steph's got a couple more years on him but the way he plays you don't it doesn't seem like the way he plays should be um, should really break his body down 
He should be able to play at the level he's playing at now or close to it for a long time. And you combine that with everybody else they have, and it's just, it's scary. It's, uh, it's one of those situations where they may be dominant for the next five, six, seven years. And uh, as a fan of the team that's in the Western Conference, it's just scary because regardless of how good the team, the other teams might get, they may just not be able to match up with Golden State for a little while. So, again, congratulations to Golden State and where they are and where they, where they look like they're going. The next question is, what does it mean for the hobby? And if you're like me and you like moving things and getting into things and getting out of things, some, you know, I, I, think, I think I'm like most of you as a collector. There's stuff that I have that I've had for a long time. There's stuff that I don't plan on moving really at any point. But then there's also stuff that I get into for speculative purposes. And, uh, and it's easy to look at Golden State right now and to kind of see where things are going and where they might go. Um, every year there's a big story in, in sports, and that's one of the reasons that I love collecting. Um, you know, y- you have a way of putting something in your hands that is relevant to the current stories of today. And so right now I own three Steph Curry Eminence cards. And for me that's really cool because Eminence is the product that I wanted to collect and I'm in with a position on a player uh, that is just dominating the whole league. And for me that's really cool. Um, And I think a lot of us like to do that. It's not just about the money, it's about being able to hold something that's a piece of history as it's happening. And it's it's a little bit about predicting it. Some people skip straight to the point and get on FanDuel and basically gamble. That's what FanDuel is. Um, and, uh, or DraftKings or one of those other things. Um, I would rather hold the, the cardboard in my hand. I'd rather own something. I'd rather, if I, if I, even if I make a wrong prediction, it's, it has a fun story with it. And, um, you know, it's fun. Um, but you look at, the Warriors now and you have to ask the question okay well how do I how do I make this work for me and so there's a lot of different ways people are going about it um, Steph Curry's base tops rookie has been selling pretty consistently between 45 and 75 dollars and for the last uh, few months um, and as the team gets hot you know it goes to, it swings to the higher part of that that range that's an interesting way to do it um, it's not really, that's not how I've done things in the past, but, um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, uh, I don't know what the word is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's an interesting trend. You know, the, the base tops Chrome rookie, which there's 999 of, I saw one of those the other day that closed at over, almost $500 for an ungraded version. Those were 15, 20 bucks back when they came out. That's amazing. Um, the exquisite rookie, the but but obviously all of these rookies are just fail in comparison to the top notch rookie at the time, which was National Treasures. And this is one thing that, that Steph really has going for him is that it, during the 2009-2010 season, there was one clear cut best rookie card, and that's been one of my real frustrations with Panini this last couple of years is that they have pretty clearly intentionally put out kind of competing top dog rookie cards 
and that's not what I want. I, I love the idea of having it clear-cut, number one, and specifically where there's a monopoly, I think they should be able to provide that. I understand why they don't, and I understand why they may sell more product by doing different, um, releasing multiple different sort of competing products, but it's not what I would prefer. This isn't meant to get into a um, specific uh, card branding conversation. We'll have one of those later on, but in any case, in 2009, I thought they hit the nail on the head, and the original National Treasures uh, basketball was really a wonderful product. Um, had a lot of really good rookies, Blake, Steph, Harden, um, you know, some really uh, an, a non-patch version of Ricky Rubio. Some some of the bigger names that year, some really awesome cards, and again, a clear-cut best rookie card. Um, those are selling for a lot of money, uh, and and uh, they're, they are five they are five figures that's really happening um and the nicer ones are well into the five figures which at some point you look at it and you ask the question well that's competing with lebron's exquisite rookie yeah it is frankly steph's doing some things that lebron hasn't done before and i know that a lot of people don't want to hear that but the way that he and his team is owning the nba is really historic uh it's something that uh, that like i said golden state fans should be should be proud of um so you know, it is the story, and it's overshadowed a lot of other really good stories. Carl uh, Anthony Towns is having a wonderful rookie year. Uh, Wiggins has actually followed up his rookie year pretty strongly, um, but it's, but he's been a little bit quiet. He was he was the big story last year. Um, you know, there are other there are other great stories in the league, but the only thing that people want to talk about is the Warriors. The Raptors are playing ball. Uh, I think they've won ten straight, or at least they had as of a couple of days ago. Um, and there's other there's other good things going on. There's other guys that are going to make full time first time All Star teams. Andre Drummond's had a had a crazy season, but nobody cares about a lot of that stuff because of how great the Warriors have been. So the question becomes, what's the appropriate value for a lot of this stuff? And something that I think a lot of people fail to understand as they do this is, most often the hype is built into the price of the card already. It's rare when that isn't the case. Sometimes we miss as a hobby. Sometimes we we miss on the hype. Um, I last year uh, kind of looked at Anthony Davis's prices very early in the season and before the season and couldn't understand why they were so low. And I, I felt pretty strongly that the hype hadn't carried into his card values, and so I bought a lot, and that ended up being a decision, good decision. But I made some poor decisions along the way as well. Um, where I where I thought that the hype was built in wasn't built in, and it, it actually was. So it's hard to predict how um, an irrational market's going to work. And this is this is one of those markets, and the stakes are pretty high at this point. Um, I've considered buying a Steph rookie out of National Treasures. I tried to get one a couple of months ago. They probably doubled in price in the two months following that. I wasn't able to find one at a reasonable price, and no one. PM'd me on my uh, trade request on blowout cards, or my buy request. Um, but really, where they may go is anybody's guess at this point, because like I said, we're seeing something that's historic. If 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 they go ahead and they beat the Bulls' record, and they win the championship this year, and then they dominate the the league again next year, Steph becomes the the face of the league. And in a way that nobody has been the face of the league in a really long time. And that's something we need to start looking at being a real possibility. And so in the end, I don't have a really good um, perspective on whether you should buy or you should sell. But I would just caution everyone to, to know that I don't think that the 
if, if, if they do what they're capable of doing, we're not at the top yet. We have a long way to go to get there. But I would also caution everyone that thinks that it's a surefire bet that they're going to go win it and they're going to go beat the Bulls record and stuff. That may not be enough. Um, or that, that may not happen, I should say. Uh, and winning the championship but not beating the Bulls record may not be enough. Uh, they, they need, the, the price is getting to where they are. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how the market reacts. I believe that a lot of the hype, a lot of the value is already taking into consideration that hype. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have any clear advice on what you should buy or what you should sell on that, on that. But, uh, but if you have any specific questions, uh, feel free, feel free to email me. Um, and the last thing that I want to talk about with respect to the Warriors is, um, people other than Steph uh you know you've got I think you've got two other very marketable people from a hobby perspective clearly and that's Clay and Draymond a lot of people have lost (laughs) lost out on a lot of gains on Draymond Green uh based on selling a guy who is a big guy a second rounder people thought had been hyped uh, more than more than needed to it's amazing i so many draymond autographs rookie autographs going back in the last couple years have sold between two and five dollars on ebay now here we are and he's legitimately one of the best 10 players in the league i owned his um, acetate out of out of immaculate and i got 500 bucks for it and i thought i was a genius for that after last year's championship but i think that was a mistake um i had a chance to buy his 23 of 25 i think national treasures rookie last year uh during the playoffs for 600 or 800 and i balked and walked away obviously regret that uh he's legitimately one of the best players in the nba and uh he's he's somebody else that need to, needs to be considered and might actually be still be a decent buy especially if in the end you look at that team and realize you know what this is really a one two sort of punch and it and one and two aren't that far away from each other he just keeps getting triple doubles um he think he's in the conversation for all first team nba uh which is really crazy uh but he's 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 been amazing and then clay again i had a i had two different clay acetate rookies that I just kicked myself till today that I sold for so cheap. I think I sold one for 350 and the other for 250. But he's one of the best shooters in the league, and you've got to look at his stuff. There's some of both Draymond and Clay still where you can find some really undervalued stuff. So I'd encourage you to go look at that. If there's anything else that you'd like for us to discuss on the podcast again, please, please do so. I'm setting some things up right now with some other people to have some conversations, so you don't just listen to me the whole time, but listen to them. Again, if there's a way for you to like the podcast um, or to subscribe to the blog, please do. Um, but put I put some good work into it. I hope you guys like it. Uh, and yeah, let me know if there's anything else that you have any questions on or anything else that you want to discuss. Signing out for episode number three of the Basketball Card Podcast. Have a great night.